Like Outlaws After Dark, but it's pretty daylight out, it looks like. <laughs> we got a uh, Bar J Bar and his boys in after the uh, Ghost Creek Jamboree, the number three. Dude, it was a great fucking time last night with another great lineup, dude. So let's uh, hear a little bit about it. What was your guys' favorite part, you think? It was the biggest one yet, like as far as how many people we had. Mm -hmm. It must have been. Who was there? Dirty Laundry, Charlie Marks. Two runner. Dude, Dirty Two Laundry runner. was so good. I've never just, seen him. No, neither did I. I just, I just met Marcus for the first time. We had Charlie Marks, we had Dutch Carson, Dutch, uh, Patty Craven, Patty Craven, John Paul Hodge, Na Nathan North, Nathan North. Yeah. like just Jesus. a who's who, Bangers. like the of like the the whole area, man, like the, the scene, dude. Uh, yeah, straight up, man, and, and like it showed because it was a Tuesday night, <laughs> and everybody showed up. Like there was a shit ton of people like, on top of it. Like there's only been a couple times I frequent the do often, and like. It's rare that it gets that full. Really? Yeah, especially with the outside. I mean, I'm not down talking to do at all, but like, dude, I mean, maybe I don't frequent it as often as I should, but like, <laughs> that was a pretty big damn crowd on the outside of there. I've seen a couple festivals roll through, and I mean, unless there's a lot of uh, a secondary club or something, then. I feel like a proper dive should never get too busy, anyways. Yeah. Otherwise, it, loses. it ruins. It ruins it. It kind of like loses that charm. It's mystique. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Where are you guys uh, in from before uh, the dew drop? We were in Los Osos. Los Osos. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, we uh, played at Beerwood the other day. Yeah, yeah. and then and that and Sonora before that. Yeah, and then yeah, Sonora. We were, we were in Slow County for a couple of days. We've just been hitting all of our like favorite places this week, really. Like, <laughs> and, and, like yeah, <laughs> all these places that are just super good to us, and like we, you know, you know, we have, we have a lot of friends, and, like we know a lot of people, and like. It's how, just been a. How many miles do you guys think you guys cover in a month? <laughs> Hell, even a, a week. <laughs> like, I mean, think? shit. <coughs> what did we What did we clock on the van? Like, since you got that van in March, we've put like what fifty thousand miles on it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right, yeah. It's not even been a year. That was in March that you got right, that thing. Yeah, no, no. Oh right. Oh, like, that's right. Because we didn't. Have yeah, because we used the other we used other vehicles before that. Because that I mean that that first one was like, you know, probably a good. I don't know, like 8,000 miles on that first, like, eight weeks uh, I did with him. Yeah. There was, there was some serious pavement we've been covering. Yeah. And this year especially. You know. I don't know what, because this, this East Coast run we're about to make is going to be, what, the second one we do for the year? Second? Mm, yeah, because we were just out at yeah. East in June. Second country one we do for the year? Yeah. 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 So that'll be, uh. That'd be pretty neat, though. Yeah. Hey, you're originally from the East Coast, right? Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. I like the Yankee tattoo. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the finger, the finger tats too. I think. I That's think, a new one, isn't it? The flower. Yeah. The flowers, yeah. The flowers are new. Got those in Sonora. Yeah. Those Shout out to Angela. Angela. Angie. Was there a story behind those? Yeah, they're they're chicory flowers. So I I try to have at least some kind of theme to it all. But chicory flowers, just because they grow, I suppose they probably grow out here too, but they grow on the roadside. I don't know, there's something strange about those flowers where they kind of almost like poor soil, so they'll be on the side of the highway or just right up, always hugging the shoulder of the road, and they just grow like weeds. And they have the most beautiful little neon blue flowers on them. Mm. I just love them. It's my favorite flower. Well, hell, I hope so. They're on your fingers. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your I got the flower. flower I hate most yeah. on my fingers. <laughs> it's a it's a metaphor for you, you know, yeah. growing well in poor soil along the roadside. That's it. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who about where are you from, Ben? I'm from Ohio originally. Really? Yeah, I grew up in Central Ohio. What's the, what was that like? <laughs> Flat. Flat. <laughs> a lot of farmland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's corn country. Um, yeah, I mean, it was cool. I like, you know, I love it, but I'm also very happy to be <laughs> out of there sometimes, you know, especially you, around winter time when it starts getting cold. I'm like, God, I'm glad I'm out here. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That's and then you like... only go there when it's winter. Time. <laughs> the show. Yeah. yeah. But see, then I can leave. Yeah, it's nice. It's like, okay, I'm, uh, done with this. See you guys. See you guys in the summertime. <laughs> yeah. 
It's got to be pretty nice in the summertime. It's though. nice. I mean, it's a nice place. Like it's 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 a beautiful like it's a beautiful place. They have like all the all the weather that the United States has to offer, and it's just pretty out there. You know. Yeah. Do you tour through there often? Uh, we did this last one. Yeah, and uh, in June, and uh, you know, I, whenever I can, you know, line things up. Yeah, because I just really started playing music and stuff like after I left Ohio. So I'm still trying to like build connections and like. You know my home area because well, like, we played his hometown. Yeah, dude, I was gonna. That was my next question. Like, do your guys' families go nuts when you guys come back to town? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I I think those are, those are like on the on the cross country runs, especially those are like some of the best shows, the hometown shows. Mm-hmm. They're just raucous. <laughs> yeah. Especially the Norwich, dude. Shows. Yeah, the, so. that strange room in Norwich. Norwich? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like where I'm from, Connecticut. Norwich. That's funny. I lived in Norwich in uh, England. Really? In the and in then the county from London. <laughs> oh, London, shit. Ohio. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All the. Did you just assume my Denver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <weird. laughs> Hank. Right. Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, California. California. Born and raised. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What part? Uh, Hermosa Beach, uh, L.A. area, just the beach area around SoCal. What was that like? It was, it's gorgeous. I love it there. Yeah? Perfect weather, you know, 100% of the time, so. Did you get into busking early down there, or is it, uh, like? Uh, I was always doing stuff, like, with friends, like, in my garage, and, like, at school, Mm -hmm. you know, because my school, my high school was, like, that band was, like, my life there, so I was just. Big in band in high school and stuff. What'd you play? Uh, drum set. Always drum set. Nice. I mean, I started on violin in like third grade, but I switched quickly to drum set because it was just like, I was playing on the violin. I was like, this is not working for me. I gotta hit something. So, <laughs> I gotta hit something. Yeah. And my dad was a drum set player, so yeah. Oh, boy. That's how I was like, okay, I'll try that. And then it was just like, it made sense. Well, that makes well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I just grew up listening to like you know the Police and like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that, and I was like, oh man, I just the drummer is the best part of this band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and then I got into jazz pretty quickly after that because my friend Jesse Eads, like he just got me turned on to that, like you know, and all the like I was in middle school when all the snarky puppy stuff was happening, so that was like. Everybody's obsession was the modern jazz, like, fusion people, like, Chick Corea's, like, predecessors, you know, and, mm. and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, that was, that was my turn on to music, for sure. So jazz leads to country, huh? Well, or Western. I mean, yeah. It's kind of like the second half of swung music, you know? It's yeah. like, it's, yeah, it honky-tonk really- and jazz, you know? Like, it's, it's just blues stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So... It kind of made sense to me, yeah. It does make sense, because, yeah, you, you got a real almost ragtimey vibe with your guys' show. Yeah, I think I think the best way to keep country is keep it, like, danceable. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of that just comes from, like, for me, because, like, the first band, like, I was, like, making money in was a square dance band. And, like, if you play fiddle tunes, not that, not to say that there's anything, it's not a knock necessarily against people that play fiddle tunes, not for the sake of dancers, but... There isn't kind of like a, I don't know, almost academic element to mm-hmm. music sometimes where people will like play it more just for the sake of hearing it played rather than uh, if you keep it, because it's like communal, you know, it's like. Music for is, musicians versus yeah, music for, right. you know, like it's just, people. It's just as important for like the audience to have some way to engage in it all so I feel like when it's danceable or the the more you can make it completely accessible to be danceable I think it's just the best you know I love hearing a band when they just kick in and you just got that you don't just dance because you know them it's like you dance because you're compelled you feel it in your, in your it's just there it's like just something you just understand you just dance because you can't not yeah, dance you can't <laughs> not dance isn't that so That's true I love that feeling I know what you mean and yeah. I mean especially especially with live music like that's what makes the best shows is when like, like the energy is high and like the energy is never higher than when everybody is like sweating and dancing Straight and like grooving and like yeah. taking their jackets off, throwing them in the, the pull the coat, <laughs> throw it in the corner, dude. You know, it starts becoming like a uh, like a cult thing. 
Everybody starts moving in the same like body. Like even at those bigger shows, medium yeah. shows, like yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Like Yeah. Man, freaking uh and you you guys in Water Tower sure as hell nail that. Shout out Water Tower, what's yeah, up? Boy? Yeah, what the guys. what are they up to? Do you right. know, are they on their writing or uh Yeah, doing a lot of writing. They're they're kinda cleaning up the new album that's recorded mm -hmm. and that's going to come out probably within before the end of the year and then uh and then I'll tell you what they're on that the grind they're always on is that social media yeah, yeah. the next big thing TikTok or whatever it is whatever's yeah. coming Just out content water tower will so be good about it. at the yeah. nice edge of it for sure they always mm -hmm. are Tommy Drinkard's on tour right now too, and uh, right, in, yeah. in the Bay yeah, Area. He's in, he just played Frog and Peach last night. And, Did he? Cool. Yeah. And we're gonna be at Frog and Peach on the twenty fifth. Like we're just we're all like on on our own right, you know, like hitting that area and like all these areas that are so good to us, like hard, you know. I know, dude. It's been actually it's been really crazy. Like watching everybody just start mixing up with the bands, like different people play it. <laughs> like it's a trip seeing who who's coming through with you guys. Like between yeah. you and Kenny, you guys bring a whole different slew of people every time. <laughs> like it's really freaking amazing, uh, dude. Yeah. And they're all very like they're all talented as hell. Like where do you guys find them? Are you like are you I, <laughs> or I they find you up, like, up here, I'm, dude. I'm yeah. in Ghost Creek Jamboree. That's how. Yeah, I'm wow. Like. Seriously, you know, sometimes when I look, at, like especially last night, I felt like I was looking out over the Jamboree and just kind of being, it's just like seeing a lot of worlds that come together and that feeling of like, how are all these people? How do I even know all these people? I couldn't have dreamt of a day when I'd know mm, that, so many talented people. That was the surreal thing about last night is like that you see all these people that you like know through each other and like multiple different ways. Because it's like, especially with Two Runner and yeah, like Charlie uh, Marks and them, like you talk to so many people up in this area and they're like, oh yeah, I just saw this cool band called Two Runner. And you're just like, what the fuck? I love those girls. Like, <laughs> like all the time you meet strangers who are just like two runner. Yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, we know. Like, and it and like two runner plays like on their own with like Charlie Marks. We played like independently with Charlie Marks. Um, and then Charlie was the one that put me on like Marcus from Dirty Laundry. Yeah, he like same thing. It's almost like you're closing like little pieces of the circle each time. Where all of a sudden Charlie's like, hey, you gotta check this guy out, Marcus. And then I'm like, Ryan and I who, like, gets all the stuff set up at Do Drop In. Ryan Moody. As we, yeah, <laughs> he is. Man, I mean, for everything he's doing at he's the man. Do Drop In, him, him and Mackenzie are just, I mean, they... that Pillars of the scene right it now. Yeah, that, that, that's become like, such an amazing thing over there. But, you know, it's, and that was just it. It was like, hey, we got to get this guy on the bill, and then there he is, he's on the bill, and I see his face in person, and it's just like... And then it turns out that Two Runner also knows him, I like know, independently yeah. of, of all of those. Like, somehow, somehow it's all it's all so interconnected in a way that you couldn't even. It's just the scene. It's just the community. Yeah. It's, it's bigger just, than you know, yourself. Huh? Yeah. It's bigger than the bands. It's just yeah. the people, and it's just whoever can like get together and play music. A lot of yeah. positive energy. Like all the people that will naturally find each other are finding themselves right, exactly. in this natural, organic way. That, up here. That's the that's like, a, the way to kind of look at it. Because I I remember I was racking my brain for the longest time about meeting. Um, Jesse Jesse Eads is who Hank was talking about before his his buddy that got him into jazz but Jesse Eads is also just a terrific bluegrass banjo player who we met I mean serendipitous is like an understatement right we were during the pandemic you know everybody was just like trying to keep a little bit of food on the table and like we were busking every day but we are getting run off a lot of the like the spots we were like our money spots so we just ended up keep, crept down the coast, crept down the coast, and ended up in Hermosa Beach, busking down there. And one day this fella comes up and he's like, oh, he's like, you, you guys play bluegrass. He's like, you must know the guy that sits out here every day and plays bluegrass banjo. Like, we have no idea who that is. And he's holding the phone up to us, and he's like, you got to come play with these guys. And just like out of the mist comes <laughs> Jesse. And Jesse's just like a savant. I mean, Dude, he's, he's an incredibly gifted like musician and just like one of the nicest people you ever meet in your life mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Like, and then and now all of a sudden he's just now he's just Jesse and he just plays with us and it's like you, you know I don't know you just kind of forget that yeah, or similar <clears throat> similar to like Jordan I mean, like Jordan sitting with us now but like he and I connected literally over like a 
Instagram ad. <laughs> I was saying it to yeah. him last last night, like I pulled him aside and just like everybody here I know because of Instagram. Like I can't straight up. It's crazy to me. Who's your bus music video? The, yeah. I messaged you. I remember that, I was like, dude, such a dope video. <laughs> oh, the, the, that trolley one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Like, well, and I'm a harmonica player in another band, so having the guy playing the harp really added to it. Like, oh, I know. That was so cool. Like, Jim, see, Jim was legendary. Legendary harp player. Such Just, a legendary moment. Like, yeah. looked trolley and yeah. together and all that stuff. Uh, Who, it looked legendary. That, Who's trolley was there? That was, so that, uh, a friend of mine named Benno used to have just the wackiest vehicles and he had he had like a an airplane that was converted into a car he had a, a boat car but it didn't float but it was a boat and a car and then he, a, he a had boat, if you will. yeah and then he had a uh, somebody just gave him a trolley and then I don't know somehow the idea came up and I said Benno you want to take that trolley out and just drive us around the city and we'll film a video on it? He was like, tomorrow, noon. And, you know? <laughs> no, is it? That's how it all happened. It's crazy. Instagram's a very power- powerful tool. Dude, That's especially for, sure. for the indie, like, DIY artists these days, it's, like, one of the most it's powerful, incredible. like, ways to utilize the internet. Like... It's definitely changed my that life. That exists. For sure. Like, yeah. It's amazing, like... Because, yeah, like you said, everybody there was for, cut through Instagram. That's a trip, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip. How, but but also, works. at the same time, like, you just met Jesse on the street, like, that organically. Too, yeah. Like, that can happen, right. too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's how I met you guys, too. It's, like, not through in the internet at first. <laughs> the it was because it was because Charlie, Charlie Knowlton, drummer Charlie, yeah. brought me to Kenny's house. Just like, hey, man, there's, like, a bunch of fiddle players and stuff back here in the back in this house that, like, in Silver Lake that, like, Makes no sense to be there. It's like you guys have like a backyard, like in almost downtown, you know? Which one? Like Kenny's, Kenny's house. Oh, yeah. Kenny's house, yeah. Like when, you know, I think he was staying in the mole pit at that time. What's like, the mole pit? Come <laughs> on, you can't just drop it's a name uh, like that and just leave me hanging. It's like the cellar. It's like the underhouse. We, we used to live in, um, I mean, I lived, I lived everywhere at Kenny's house. I lived everywhere at that house. <laughs> for a little while, I had the juice room, because they call me Juice, and I lived like back where his his laundry machines are now. But um, then he he had a girlfriend at the time who, you know, bless her heart, but she didn't want me in the house anymore. Understandably, I mean, people want to have sex without somebody <laughs> sitting by their laundry machines. You know? <laughs> um, but then then I was kind of sleeping out back for a while, in a tent. And uh, and this was before I had built a tiny house in his backyard, but the, before that, in, like the transitional period, he had a crawl space, a dirt crawl space under the house. And I remember one day he walked like a, he had this like combination TV, VCR, and he walked it down there and put it on a milk crate, and we threw a mattress under there. And he was like, this seems like a good place. And I remember there was like the TV, and I the first night I slept under there. I put E.T. in, and E.T. was too scary, like, to watch <laughs> in the mole pit. <laughs> so I never watched that TV again. Something like reach out of the darkness at you? Oh, 100%. Oh, no. Well, that was especially when the dog's in the beginning. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it was It was just a little creepy. But there was there was all kind. I mean, at some point, there was probably three people living under there. We were all living under the crawl space, you know, and sleeping under there. And, uh... Yeah, I, mean, I think even Charlie was bringing girls into there too. Oh, Dude, dude of, of course he was. Huh? Of co- if anyone can oh, do incredible. it, it's Charlie. Like, yeah. like, hey, you want to come back to my place, which is a cellar with a dirt floor, four under foot a house. ceilings. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and then just be like, you like that? Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, Charlie can pull that off. But it God was, love him. it was good. I mean, it was, it was a great transitional moment before. We upgraded to a squat in Hollywood, and it was good. It was great, fond memories. Yeah, dude. Fond memories, you know. <laughs> the hardship makes you who you are. That's a. That oh sure, that's the truth. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you could change it and be like, "Man, this is awesome." Like, you know what I mean? If it, I mean, if it, does, if it doesn't feel like nothing, then when yeah. something big hits, and it's like, "Oh well, we could, we could do this." But, <laughs> but to circle that back around, like just talking about how like the combination of like Instagram connections and these incredibly like serendipitous like you know organic 
real life connections with people like off the internet combining in like strange ways in this like music scene up here if you're playing music like musicians are gonna find you and like be a fan you know yeah it's just human nature yeah like a build it and they will come yeah exactly Exactly. And, and plus I think the road is like a it's like a uniter because there's a lot of people will do like they'll do their time but if you're just out there constantly like there's not that many people doing it at an independent level so you're gonna just bump into those other cats that are doing it exactly you know like so on a long enough timeline you're basically gonna meet anybody that is in your like contemporary circle of independent touring musicians like you're just gonna bump into them right because we rely on each other because of the inherent like community nature of like how this thing works yeah like because you need to play shows with people who like know people in areas, you know. You need you need friends. You gotta make friends. That's you like that's like friends. half of like how touring music works, and just you know playing music in general. It's more fun with other people. Like, trust me, I spent lots of years like you know playing with myself, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a it's a community art. Like that's what it is. Yeah, music and pot are better with friends. That's, what <laughs> that's the truth. Um, oh man. I just lost my question. Gosh darn it. <laughs> no, yeah. but there's like a little graph, I think, of like, if you put the graph together, like one axis is like how how charismatic you are and good at like your people skills. And then the other one is like, maybe there's another axis. Okay, so there's a couple axes. <laughs> Three-dimensional <laughs> graphs. <laughs> but it's kind of like, kind of like how big an asshole you are related to... Uh, your like skill as a musician. How good so like you, you can be a complete asshole if you're like phenomenal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're like you know us and you're just regular dudes, you gotta make friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's very important. It's an important part. It's an important access to maintain. And I think it's working out okay. But one day we're going to be great and we can be complete dicks. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> one day we're going to be great. We yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <sighs> Jordan, where are you from? Uh, I come from uh, Craig, Colorado, which is in the northwest corner of uh, Colorado, up by uh, Steamboat, if anybody knows where Steamboat is. And, uh, yeah, I started playing music in uh, about 2016. I started playing guitar. And then it's kind of just uh, blossomed into into what it is. I got I have uh, I have uh, 14 songs that are out there that people can download anywhere. So that makes me feel uh, makes me feel accomplished for sure. Like it's something to look back on and <clears throat> I feel good about definitely. Yeah, it's been a, quite the journey for sure. Where can uh, we find them? Uh, so you can find them on Spotify or Apple Un- Music or uh, under what name? Uh, my name is uh, Jordan Wilson, but it's actually Warden Jilson. Warden Jilson. Warden Jilson. That's a pretty yeah, funny. W O R D A N J I L S O N. And um, yeah, it's been quite the journey. I met Joe through Instagram. Uh, we played a show in Grand Junction at the Mesa Theater, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, ever since then, we've just kind of been friends and. I hopped on here a week a week ago, and we're in it for the long haul. <laughs> and I'm excited about what's uh, how fun it's been already. It's been a good time for sure. Definitely different. You said you guys are going till Christmas, huh? Yeah, yeah. This 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 uh, endeavor will be going until Christmas. I mean, it's. I mean, it's just gonna keep going. And definitely, really, like, right, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like Joey and I both like moved out of our places in January, like, so we kind of just do this because, you know, what else are we gonna do right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is the thing. <laughs> well, that's freaking. But yeah, it's still pretty cool. Though, I'm taking. Right? I'm cashing in a little bit of vacation time in the winter time, and then we're gonna pick back up after you know after the snow starts to starts to fall. He's saying vacation, but he's going to school the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to. Uh, it's called Recording Workshop in uh, Chillicothe, Ohio. It's like a, it's like a trade tech kind of certification for uh, studio engineering. Wow, I did. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I've been trying to do that like, you know, since college basically, and just finally got like the, 
the time and the well I tried to do it last year like I had like the time off for Christmas and stuff and then I got COVID and couldn't go so I'm trying to get it Big. get it uh get the second round this time yeah. <laughs> not of COVID of the recording. <laughs> <laughs> not the second round of COVID yeah. yeah but it's been like a year like nonstop on the road <clears throat> yeah just about yeah. Actually, I think this week is like uh, when I picked up with you in October last year. Right. It was like October sixteenth was like our first. Yeah. It was like our first gig up there in Utah. Yeah. Last year. Boulder, Utah. Yeah. Boulder. Oh yeah, Boulder Mountain. Yeah. That's right. That was like that like super cold and like outdoor spot. I remember it it being freezing up there. Gorgeous. It was. It was oh my god! <laughs> it was one of the prettiest places. Like, sweet, sweet water kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. It was great, dude. Yeah, it was. It was a good time. Yeah. Is there any restaurants you guys are like in any place in the country you guys all are just can't wait to get there? Dude, beer fucking Beerwood. Beerwood. Beer <laughs> we were just there the other day and we were talking about oh, that. God. Like of all the places, the food there like just like sticks with you because it's so good. Like the Is that people, a town like, or a restaurant? It's a it's a restaurant in uh well, they're like a little bar restaurant kind of deal in um in Baywood, down by like Los Osos in Morro Bay. Okay. And uh man, we were just talking about that yesterday, like that food is just so good, and the people are so nice. Like we we have a lot of friends up in that area. Like, like it's just a it's just a great time. It is it's terrific. It's just, I mean that the that whole little corner. I mean, it's probably one of those things where they want to always keep it a secret, and I understand why. But those little corners of the world, they're just like you drive into them, and you can almost just not leave. They're like every time you drive in, everybody's friendly. Weather's perfect, you know. We only have to kill a few people. <laughs> Beautiful women, good weed, you know, party crowd. Colorado's been super great to us too. Oh yeah, we have we have a real good like little corner there in uh, Southwest Colorado, right? Or like Pagosa Springs. Yeah. Springs yeah, yeah. That's kind of a funny thing, you know. It's like you have, I don't know. I feel like when I first started touring, it's just like you're just like trying to get booked. And then now it's kind of like you got these little like markets, mm-hmm. you know, your little markets you want to go hit, and what which I it only seems like that once you kind of like back out from it, like back the lens up, because really like you're just gonna hang with all your homies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, but like in a weird way, it it also kind of it it's like a financial boon too, because you go in there and because you're like hanging out with all these people. They bring people because they like you. You like them. Everybody likes everybody. And then, I don't know. It's like that. It's that next tier of people that kind of helps the sustainability factor. It's like your friends are there and the people you know and get to know, they're going to be there always. But it's like that next tier of people that are like just finding out about you from somebody else that brings in the, you know, the, the finances and like that energy that kind of just keeps the momentum going. They don't have a shirt yet, but they want one. Yeah, exactly. Because they we saw have, their homie with, like, a cool shirt. We have like, merch. <laughs> we have the merch. Arby's, we have the merch. Hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> Do you guys, and you said you're working on an album for Bar J Bar. Does he have uh, something out right now? Yeah, so you, we're, we're going to at least shoot and uh, shoot and record four songs in um, Camp Verde, Arizona, late in November, before we head uh, east from there. Like on the way east. Yeah. California. Max Harms has a uh, studio down there in Camp Verde, and uh, connected with him. And just, I connected with him at an earlier time, and just happened to be going through on a water tower tour, and I... I convince all the guys to drive down there and shoot a video, you know, in the middle of the night at, uh, after we went to Picking the Pines in Flagstaff. And I don't know, it was the first time I met him, the first time we went to the studio. I just could not have been more impressed with the whole thing he's doing down there and oh, all that. Dude, yeah. It's, you'd love it too. Like, like he's got like kind of just like a little garage studio built up, but it's like, like he's doing good good work out of there that's really cool that's it's really hopeful to see i know covid made it pushed a lot of people really into their craft when it comes to stuff like that's what he was talking about too he started like really getting into it when the pandemic hit because i think he was in la and stuff and he like just kind of went out and did his own thing like and it's it's beautiful in there like he does 
like full full band like studio recordings, but then he also has like some homies in there that he brings in to do like video stuff and he puts out like this really like slick like video audio session package. Like it's it's awesome. That's really sweet. Like especially as a whole package cuz then you you get to market it a little bit cuz that is that's been the hardest thing is reorganizing, you know, the videographer mm-hmm. on top of it yeah. and yeah. And, and to see, we went down there with, yeah, like he was saying, with Water Tower, and to just see him, like, well, I think you guys had talked about it, like, the day before, or, like, been arranging it or something, but you just you just kind of roll in. They're, like, the nicest people you'll ever meet. Like, I was instantly, like, you know, smitten with just, like, Max being this, like, real nice, like, you know, professional dude, like, funny, you know, <laughs> he's, like, and uh, he had everybody, everything all set up for us to kind of just walk in there, play some tunes that we like, him to, like, you know, do like I think we did like two or three takes of each song, and just like see this thing that he puts out like within a week. You know, edited and you know mixed and mastered and shit, just like sounding great. Like, highly recommend. <laughs> you have to text him a month later. Like, yeah, is it ever gonna, yeah. gonna be done? Yeah. What's the wildest city? The wildest city. Oh, man. Wildest show, I guess. Steamboat was pretty Steamboat. wild. <laughs> That's Steamboat Springs. Sure. Really, to date, that was hands down the wildest. Yeah. <laughs> Just the most, like, energetic and, like, feverish show I've ever seen. Yeah. Our next show is the wildest show anybody's ever seen. Yes. I feel like. Always. It's always yeah. going to be that next one. Yeah. Yeah. It's always going to be the next show. Um, I mean, I think Sonora, like at Sorrento, they Sorrento usually have a pretty good cool. energy over there. There's a lot of fun there. Yeah. yeah for sure. I, Steamboat was just, Steamboat <laughs> was an interesting kind of collaboration of worlds because we were, so Jordan has, like, the Warden Jilson band is up in that corner of Colorado. So we were up there and we all happened to be in town together and we ended up playing the Steamboat show as, like, Mega super band, tsunami band, Dude. just typhoon band. Was it six or seven? Six piece, piece yeah. It was, yeah. It was yeah. seven when uh, Johnny well, Holiday. Oh, that's right, Johnny Holiday just showed up out of nowhere. And there was there was this, uh, yeah, Johnny Holiday, who was a former member of Water Tower, like 10, 15 years ago, like OG Water Tower. Water Tower is the is the bluegrass band we've been talking about that that Ben and I both play with. But, what, I mean, a band that's been going for 15 years, you know, and, and Kenny's the one of the founding members, or the founding member that's still in the band, keeping it going. But Johnny Holiday, former member of Water Tower, shows up, pulls me aside in the crowd. <laughs> now, I didn't, I didn't even realize all this whole backstory. And he says, he says, I've been watching you guys. We just happened to be, he was on tour with another band coming through. Happens to catch us somewhere around the second set. We took a break, you know. He's like, I got my harp, so they. He's like, How, you know, can I hop up there and play some, play some harp? Guy gets up on stage and just rips it, just <laughs> murders. <laughs> and up, and up until that point, you know, Jordan, Jordan's been singing songs on the front of the stage. I don't think you realize what it's like when you hear like eight people screaming for somebody to take all their clothes off on stage. <laughs> like, it was... Jo- Jordan was just inundated. Inundated. I mean, it was getting so feverish that it was like... <laughs> like the... Uh, Jordan, the fiddle player, was like taking his shirt off and like throwing it to the lions just to give him some red meat. Like, he was like, he was just like, they just needed to be just calmed well, down. You that, know? That's what it was. Is like the, there was there was some girls like in the front yelling at me, and I was like, Bachelor I was like, parties. I'm not gonna do it, like, cause you you, you know for free. <laughs> and they started throwing up money up there. I think he got and then bucks. Jordan took his shirt, like fiddle Jordy, just bucks, was like, yeah. "All right." <laughs> he picked up that thirty money. bucks off the ground. And Get that money. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "All right, money talks, baby. Let's do it." Like, I just ended up losing a good shirt. I didn't get no money out of it. Yeah, fiddle Jordy got all the money from it. <laughs> and his stage presence, Johnny Holiday. Oh my. Oh yeah, he was. was just, he got up and people. Because once somebody like gets up from the crowd. To play on stage and then just starts killing it. It's oh, like, yeah. I mean, people, people were, lose their mind. Yeah, it was, right. it was sure. like the the crowd was already at bananas level for the first two hours, and then it was like hitting a fever pitch. Yeah. It was just like there was like a girl in the crowd like holding up her phone with a text <laughs> on it to Ben. She was just like, 
put put your number in the phone. You can't wait to see the things I'm gonna do to you with my feet. Like it was like crazy. <laughs> was she literally like put up a little note. It was like, spit in my mouth. Oh, yeah, spit in my mouth. You know. Yeah. Strangers. It, yeah, we had. Yeah. I think we had three separate like bachelorette parties roll through that show that night. Yeah. Already like drunk. Like they showed up like already like halfway through their night of just like partying, like raging around fucking steamboat that night. Wow. That place was like I think packed like out the back door. Like yeah, for yeah. sure. We and that, that's one thing I appreciate about Bar J Bar is it's taken so many forms. You know, we've uh, had yeah. two, we've had like Texas headphones, like two banjos at one point, like Jesse That's Eads cool. and Willa Osborne. I mean, we've probably been like, through like four backing bands just with like <laughs> yeah. this group, like Taylor. But then we also on the guitar, like Telly and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's yeah. But then we've also stepped in and played like as backing band for like right. Warden Jillson. We <clears> sat in for like Dutch, uh, Dutch Carson. We yeah. played like backing tunes Katie with May. Katie May. Yeah. We did some with Dalton Sullivan out of my hometown, like. Yeah. Kind of just sat, like, anybody that's down to, like, sing tunes and, like, run us through, like, some of the chords, we're just like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Super yeah. band. <laughs> like, Tear it up. Fuck yeah. And, and I think that is one of the, like, the things that enables this project to, like, keep going in the way that it is, is that it's so, like, adaptive and, like, you know, unstoppable in yeah. that sense. It's that, like, that and a shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder room full of sweaty, estrogen-filled bachelorettes. Yeah. <laughs> the help is basically yeah. That's what that's it's all what about. It going. The ones and twos, <laughs> just like our drummer H.R. Stanton. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! If you guys can't tell from the sound of him, he's completely naked in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just hear skin rubbing against skin. It's that leather on the skin. It's yeah. disgusting, actually. <laughs> Sitting in the leather chair, yeah. it's like kind of getting slippery. Yeah. It puts lotion on the skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben's putting a lotion on his skin right now, but yeah. <laughs> I need to moisturize. Yeah. And playing in Sonora with Two Runner was so much fun too. Oh yeah, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. When was they're, that? Like a month ago? They're just they're just the peachiest of peaches. Oh man. They're just they're just I've never met I don't think I've ever met two cooler people in my life. For real. <laughs> they're just like cool. You know how some people you meet them and they're cool in that way of where you're kinda like Fuck this person. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's it's that's a kind of cool where you kind of like you know what's funny? This is like a little bit of an aside, but it's got a good ending to it. But I remember the first time you ever hear of John Craigie? Mm. John Craigie's like a folk singer from up in Oregon, and I remember seeing him for the first time in, in uh, Haley, Idaho, at a festival we were playing, and I was like, "Who's John Craigie?" All the girls talking about John Craigie. John Craigie's got his bell bottoms on. John Craigie. <laughs> And then I watched John Craigie play, and I was like, John Craigie. <laughs> I was like, I was like, unbelievable. Like, he's up there, he's like a comedian. He's like, sings like a songbird. He has this, like, army of six-foot-tall blondes that were watching him. He was like the folk John Mayer. Like, he was just, I was like completely won over. I was like, this guy is incredible, you know? You became one of the six-foot blondes following Yeah. yeah. It was, so, like. There's there's that kind of cool where it's almost like unattainable, you know, where it's just like undeniably cool. Yeah, it's just like so cool. And that's like that's how two runners. They're like just unattainably cool. They're like so <laughs> cool that you're just like you guys aren't even trying. You might not even know how <laughs> that's cool what you are. that's what cool is though. It's like once you start trying to be cool, you're not cool. Yeah. Cool just is. Cool like just is. <laughs> and they, they just are cool. But the, but they're like but they're like so down to earth and like so like willing right. to just like like smile and hug like every person that comes up to meet them like they're just like there's a little and they, sunshine and on, out and there. And on the graph, what's weird is that on the graph they they have their like own graph because they're like also just incredibly talented, but like whatever the opposite like it's like the asshole line is going backwards. <laughs> yeah, like they're just like so nice. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're so nice that, and talented. It's just unbelievable. I think the first time I met Emily was was that uh, time that they came out and met us in uh, Coloma at Marcos. Marcos. And when then the, the next day we went and fell out of a raft on the American River together. And it was fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean that kind of cool, right? Where they're just like, hey, we play a show together. Oh, do you guys want to go whitewater rafting? Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. That's you just go tour do life. Karate in the garage. <laughs> 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 that's, that's just tour life stuff you know stuff when you're touring is just like you, it happens I know you, the, people just come up to, to you after and they're like do you want to go do I go do yeah. this thing because <laughs> I had never met either, either of them they show up they're just like I'm like oh cool cool we're gonna pick a couple tunes and then they just like just shred <laughs> like yeah 
They were working. They've been working on a new album. Oh yeah, they just did that thing. They just did their session in Nashville. Not not Nashville, I think, but it was down in Tennessee. Tennessee. From the I think was that the one from uh, Gems on VHS, or was that their own thing? No, this is separate. That's that was their separate thing because I know they had something like that was part of like winning Gems on VHS. Yeah, I think they already went and did the Gems. Yeah, the Gems Gems session. This this was like completely separate. Yeah, what they're recording now. I don't know how much we can talk about it, but oh, Oh, right, yeah, might be. I would have to delete that part. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I didn't sign an NDA, so... Yeah. Right, somebody has to die. <laughs> <laughs> All promo, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, our five listeners won't. <laughs> All five of them are just blabbing now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we could easily hit the kill list out, though. So, yeah, it's a, it's a short, it's a I, short I chain. Think, I think my mom listens to them, like, two, three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, five hate. listeners and my mom is three of them. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, mom. <laughs> yeah, hey, mom. <laughs> so, how often is it that you guys get to see your parents and stuff like that, or is that just a not a worry? I mean, I'm honestly probably seeing my parents like more now that I really like, now that we do this because I only used to go back to like Ohio like once a year, maybe just because. Now it's, it's just on the to, way. Like, go out to LA, and I had like jobs that wouldn't let me leave for more than like two days for Christmas, like. What was the worst job? Um, shit, man. In the trajectory between there and music, what I used was to have there? A, I used to have a job. Like, I used to do a lot of, like, like waiting tables, which was awful because it's just not for me. But uh, I used to have a job where I pushed the dumpsters out of, like, the, the little, like, trash chute areas and, like, these big mega complexes in, L- in L.A., up the ramp, like, out of their, like, parking garage area into the street for the trucks to pick up, and then back in at the end of the, like, after they had been taken, and, uh, that was awful, like, <laughs> just because it was, like, dealing with trash, like, you would get there sometimes, and, like, the people of the apartment had, like, filled up their dumpster for when the trash chute, because it's, like, a, you know, a ten-story building that they have, like, a chute on their floor that just, like, drops it down to the basement, and they would have filled it up, it's, like, piled up, like, a story high in trash you pull the dumpster out and then just like just like garbage like nasty nasty garbage just starts pouring out of this hole in the ceiling <laughs> like um, and then I would like I was pushing them up these ramps by hand like just me pushing like a like you know a 500 pound fucking dumpster full of like rotten garbage up the ramp and this other company would come down the ramp to do the recycling bins because it was a different company that did it and they had little forklift trucks that <laughs> they would just pull in like next to me sweating my ass off down in the stinky basement with their little forklift trucks, lift it up, drive it up there, and be gone in like, like five seconds. <laughs> I'm just up there, just like, like, you know, pour, pushing garbage up a hill. <laughs> I feel like it's so important, though. Like, if there was a civil service that you could require of people, I think it would be having people deal with garbage, because I think it just teaches you so much about. No, it did. It, it's like it's like peering behind the curtain and seeing Oz. Yeah. That's what being, like, I worked as, like, garbage man through college for, like, a couple of years, and not it was probably my favorite job I've ever had. But it was just such a strange experience of, like, people's garbage is, a, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a weird window into their homes. It's like you're on, like, an archaeological dig sometimes. Yeah. Like, you can see who's a drunk in town. You can see who's just, like, has kids you can see who who has money who you can see it's like all these little things that are just they reveal yeah reveal so much about your life what you throw away and just like the culture of the united states like it's a real like deep glimpse into like the inner workings of like a consumerist society like because i used to like at that job even with that just like two apartment buildings that i worked at i used to get all kinds of like free shit that people would put down by the dumpsters like plants like you know if it was good stuff like they would set it outside of the dumpster by the corner because they like knew somebody would take it i used to get all kinds of like neat shit you know that i didn't need but like "Ah, yeah i'll take take old art you know no it's true and then the other thing too about being around like trash all the time is that like (coughs) i think your threshold for like what's gross gets increased like you know, like, at first, before you work with trash, you're like, oh, that salad looks a little wilted. I don't know if I could do it. Man, by the time I was done being a trash man, I could eat, like, pizza, sweep the maggots off it, and be like, this thing still looks great. Yeah. And then, but, and then that, it was great, because then later on, I moved to L.A., and I was like, I was like, 
total full freegan mode. Like I could just eat out of trash cans. But then I maybe should have taken the salad advice because I almost died eating a trash salad. <laughs> I stopped eating out of the trash. I almost killed myself. But yeah, I just it's just amazing to me. I don't know. I can't get off of that. Like how how much people. They just throw it in the can. They stop thinking Dude, about it. Dude, waste. It Dude, just waste. It's, it's amazing. I even think about us driving around in a van and like the waste we generate. I like I know that's like you know, and I'm not necessarily even like. I try to even kind of put it out of mind. Like I can get real hung up on that stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like about all kinds of things. Because we end up with a lot of like single serving stuff, like that ends up with just like. You know, this massive One amount of trash news. that was like, there's yeah. no reason for, but it's just because of the way that we live. You know? Yeah. Say, if we were nomadic and we had the amount of trash that we use, we'd be leaving a fat ass trail. Yeah. 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 And it's just the way that, like, you know, American society is designed at this point. Like, is what it is. I think one day it's going to be like, um, like the dock in Back to the Future, you know? Or like the trash, you can just stuff it into the flux capacitor. Yeah. That'd be so and, nice. Yeah, and then exactly. you just like, so you just make more trash, and then it'll power your car. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that would be the move. <laughs> <laughs> just throw your trash on the ground, people. Power That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. <laughs> That's the power move. That's the power move. What's uh? Do you guys prepare for anything on your car to go wrong when you're going long term, or like, do you guys keep any certain spare parts like? Oh, and does like do alternators go out or serpentine belts or have you had any mechanical troubles that are pretty consistent? I would say you can almost always expect. I mean, you hit Something. a certain amount of miles, yeah. and like belts especially and stuff like that. I keep enough in there to change. You know anything? Anything you could probably do within like less than a dozen bolts. Like we have all the tools for that, but um, yeah, I mean you, you try and hope that you've done most of the like preventative maintenance beforehand right plus i don't you know it's all we got to do is get from point a to point b every day so it's like yeah we're never just we're not screaming down the highway at 95 miles an hour like yeah that thing sits between the mail and the mustard he's, he's real good about like 60 you know, doing it like uh uh a sustainable rate on that thing like well that's got a lot of resistance right. on that sucker it does i mean it's, that's all you're, you're pushing like like just a sailboat yeah, yeah. like a library through the through i'd be the scared wind. through the salt flats in a windstorm oh dude i drove us through utah when you were sick last tour like through some of those like yeah on what highway is that like it's not the 80 is it is no, it 80 through it's utah the one that thing? takes you through like vernal uh, yeah uh, the one that's out in uh like skinwalker ranch yeah territory. i can't remember that but i remember like the the wind coming from the side on that highway like Cause that was the first time I'd ever driven that van too. Like yeah. it was not like knocking me over, and it was it was crazy. I've like, had to pull over in the middle states before, one you know like driving the back ones where I was just like, it's this is not even fun. Like it's just uncomfortable driving it. Cause yeah, yeah, it's like it gets broadsided, especially when it's you know I don't think I necessarily always realize how much weight is in it once we're packed in with our stuff, like. I'll be driving around because, like, you know, now I kind of, like, live out of it. But I'll be driving around with no gear in it, no guys in it. And I'm like, oh, this thing kind of motors along, doesn't it? <laughs> then we'll get in it, all the gear, and we're all stuffed in it. And I feel that pedal come, and I'm just like, ooh. It's at least another 1,000 pounds yeah, easy. Yeah, I'm like, like good like, God, like, this you thing know, 500 is, pounds of man right yeah, here. Yeah, you can feel it now. Especially after I eat dinner. Right. <laughs> we, got about, we got Jordan on the. We got about 20 pounds of ribs from Maker's Mark in there <laughs> still. Oh <my> <laughs> last night. So good. He hooked though. us up with the leftovers when they were breaking down. He was like, You guys want this like big old box of like ribs? Oh. Do you want some ribs? We're not dog. Like, we got some like ribs. They don't say no to food. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. But ben, that. Ben's got a brick collection too, which is weird, but. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a brick from every town we play in. <laughs> Um, is that true? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but to circle back about the van thing, like, I think a lot of what saves us, too, is just that, like, between, you know, between all the guys in this group, like, we've all limped cars across, like, crazy places in this country and, like, you know, changed parts in the middle of nowhere. And, so, you know, but if we all put our heads together, like, we'll, we'll fix something, yeah. you know. And AAA guts in, you know. Yeah. It's like, also good to have just, like, a spot, like, in the, in the country that's, like, you know, when we're in Norwich, it's like we're going to check the... 
you know, oil and the air pressure yeah. and yeah. all that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like come back to like the preventative maintenance exactly. that he's talking exactly. about. Like that's the big that's the biggest thing. Yeah. But but we've like we lost two tires like last month, like in the same week or something like that, early in July or June or something yeah. like that on the way back. Yeah. Like thing runs like a peach though. It really does. You know? Like he he lucked out with like the I know knock on wood. Love that love that girl, Aunt, Aunt Betsy. Aunt, Aunt Betsy's our girl. She <laughs> yeah. gets us where we gotta go. Thirsty girl, but thirsty. <laughs> she is a thirsty girl for sure. Yeah, yeah. what's the mileage? Yeah. Not, <laughs> not great. Not great. <laughs> and gas prices are yeah. not great. Not great. <laughs> not great. We try to not buy gas when we're in California. What's cool it's though smart. is that if we can I, not. Yeah, I feel like uh, if you can tour in California and there's any meat on the bone, if you do that same thing out of California, you stand to make money because you go over the border and it's three dollars $3 cheaper without yep. exaggeration. You get into Arizona for real, three yeah. whole dollars cheaper, three ninety nine in Craig. It's oh my god, are you serious? It's unbelievable, dude. I've been seeing six ninety nine. Like he's not exaggerating. I see six ninety nine. Like yeah. in California, yeah. all this. Oh stuff. yeah, dude. Chevron's easy. Six ninety nine. Yeah, it, dude. Tahoe's the worst. Oh, anytime you get into like the places that are kind of like a captive audience too, they're gouging they're gouging the shit out of it right now. Like, because mm-hmm. what didn't we go to like that shell or something like that where you got a you paid like six seventy nine for gas or something like that and got a receipt that said five forty nine. That was so weird. California man kind of freaks me out sometimes with the gas. Like, there's sometimes when I'll fill up, and, like, it gives you a read on, like, your gallons. And I'm like, that does not correspond to where the needle moved at all. And number two, like, sometimes <laughs> there's just some fishy crap going on. Like, mm-hmm. one time they had, like, a, they didn't have gas listed on the sign. But I needed gas one way or the other. So I went in there, and I paid cash. And on the receipt, it gave me a printout of what the price per gallon was. It was, like, five-something but the lady had charged me like six and a half or something. I mean, it was just like weird little things like mm-hmm. that, you know. I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. I wonder how often that <laughs> happens. You know, speaking of what Kenny from Water Tower actually told me a story about a gas station he went to all the time, and they were doing some, like, funny things with weights and measures, so much so that there was a lawsuit and they found people that regularly went to that gas station, and they gave them like a cut from the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, That's so it cool. happens. Like it's yeah. not like it's like complete just uh, uh, fabrication or paranoia. <clears throat> well, crazy world we live in. That's a fact. Well, we hope you guys come back soon. It's yeah. been a lot of fucking fun over the last couple of days hanging out with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you for coming in yeah, yeah. with gas prices. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, of course. Where are you guys off to next? We got a show in Auburn tonight, and then we're at Auburn. Yeah, California Club. Ooh, Cal Club. That'll yeah. be cool. Cal Club, and then we're the rest of our dates in October are all California, and then we're headed to uh, Points East. Yeah, we have uh, we have private uh, like a private party the day after. Like tomorrow, and then uh, where is Red Dog with Charlie Marks? Virginia City, oh, Nevada. Yeah, Virginia oh, City. Oh, you're gonna love it. I don't know. Yeah, if you've been we have that before, with Charlie Marks, and then uh, Old Western Town. It's like a ghost oh. town. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's oh, amazing. I'm excited for that. I want to play uh, Bucket of Blood with the band there, just because I feel <laughs> like you're, that's one of the bars. <laughs> really? Yeah, it would be so punk rock. Shit, Bucket <laughs> of Blood. Hell yeah. Bucket of Blood. And then uh, we're actually at Makers on the 23rd. We're back up at at a. Uh, Maker's Mountain Eatery up there in Forest Hill. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love that spot. Yeah. Just another shout out to it. Just a great yeah. little town venue. Yeah. yeah. Run by some great guys, man. Like, they were out last night. Like, Just good people. Rich is in Shirt Tail Canyon now. Who is? The owner of Maker's Mountain, the younger guy. Rich, Rich plays yeah. in Shirtail Canyon? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's what dude. he was saying last night. Lead Rich guitar. That's Rich. why. That's why Andrew was out there like with him. I knew they were like friends, but like... Yeah. Yeah, he was out, like, helping with the barbecue stand last Damn, night. Damn, that is dope. I don't you just love that? That's what I'm saying, dude. It, like, the connecting the circle is really funny you say it, because everybody's working on their own thing. Yeah. But once you attach one person, you fill five slots or, like, five spaces, I guess, whatever. Fuck yeah. You. Ow. Who <laughs> <laughs> put that desk there? <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Some guy just walked in the room with a hammer and hit him on the head. Yeah. <laughs> 
paint a <laughs> scene. Pow! <laughs> That's how we know our time is up here, so we'll see. <laughs> we all injured ourselves. There's no workers' comp here. <laughs> no insurance. No. No witnesses. <laughs> no witnesses, yeah. All right, cool. We got a fucking cow club tonight, and then uh, Maker's Mountain on the 23rd, so... I'm sure we'll be seeing you guys again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before too long. Yeah. yeah, definitely. We'll try to get this up today, too. And that yeah. way we can uh, hopefully get a, get a couple cats out there. Dude, that's really cool. I didn't know you guys were in over tonight. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, well. Thanks for having us, Jay. Of course. Yeah. We'll yeah. see you all later. Bye. Woo. Yeah, let's do it.
So I'm on the mountain and reap them in the valley And you're gonna reap just what you sow